Rangers and residents of Hollywood, California, <laughs> welcome to the Sentai Truther Club. I'm sorry, did you just say Hollywood? Hollywood. <laughs> I am your host, Grav, and this is my favorite non-binary comrade of them all, Kennedy. Aw, thank you. And today we have a recent new favorite poster that I like to follow. Lindsay, how you doing, Lindsay? Hey guys, I am doing all right. Thank you. I am so deeply sorry about this. Uh, we got into the DMs and I was like, Lindsay, you have amazing politics. Come on my Power Rangers podcast. You would have so much fun. And you were like, oh, I haven't seen Power Rangers in forever. This is going to be amazing. And then I looked at the calendar because I thought you got a Mystic Force episode. I think when I originally booked you, which you would have pogged. You would have been like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I can't believe it. Um but then I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh, no, this oh, is shit. like supposedly the worst or second worst, depending on who you ask season. We, we've seen like really bad seasons and like this is like the worst start of them all. Like, I don't think we've had a worse start than this. No. I will say there's a lot of cursed energy, like the combination of it being very L.A., Hollywood talking about harvard all the time like this whole pmc academia thing like very cursed very cursed extremely cursed but i've got to ask what has been your experience with power rangers before this travesty <laughs> so i loved power rangers growing up i was the pink power ranger for halloween like two different Let's years go. in a row yes Let's go hell um, yeah I said that when I grew up, I wanted to either be Princess of the World or the Pink Power Ranger. Um, like which one you turned out to be? Is it preferably both? And <laughs> the big reasons why I started doing martial arts, actually. I did karate as a kid because I wanted to be a Power Ranger slash Ping from Mulan. Okay. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> well... See, Kennedy and I have the gift of being very kind of sort of entrenched in the Power Rangers community and like the ethos and the lore. Okay. So when we, when we came into this, we were like straight pogged from Mystic Force. You know, liberalism is back again uh, in Power <laughs> Rangers, though, kind of like a diet Obama sort of liberalism versus the like, mm -hmm. you've got to fight global warming, guys, liberalism of uh, the 1990s. Right. But you you still kind of sort had that sort of energy combined with uh you know uh JK Rowling's Harry Potter uh which was <laughs> awesome, you know, magical source, mystic force. That stuff incredible. We were pogging. You know, we had our gripes with that season but, but there was a lot of fun parts, a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, there's even like towards the very end with the sort of Zack Snyder ending, we were like <laughs> We we were all we were like, wait, is this 10? Hold on. <laughs> I need to reevaluate my my uh critique of the show. But uh, you know, we we did have a lot of fun with it, but we knew that Operation Overdrive was uh, another another season that would truly test uh the Sentai Truther Club as it is. Yeah. You know, the, the first test was turbo. And we made it through Turbo. Surprisingly, actually, the first test was Alien Rangers, uh, which, you know, we haven't really brought up 
in like a very long time but i just said it today and when i remember that i was like this is like the absolute fucking worst shit ever <laughs> like i remember just how angry i got uh for that episode so uh you know we we did that that was the first test then it was uh turbo uh for sure especially with having to re-record that um and then it was wild force uh which you know that introduction the guest that we had on bob from from bad praxis uh bob was more like it's kind of cool in like a drug-induced sort of way even though it's really bad <laughs> it like has terrible politics and to wish we were just like nah we're, it's just actually shit <laughs> like i don't think any amount of cannabis would have helped uh those episodes uh, and I think, you know, unfortunately, we're back to that, right? Kennedy, would you say that? Yeah, you can't get high enough. It's like one of those situations where, like, you could sit down and watch Operation Overdrive and just smoke your whole bag. And at and the it end of it, be enough. <laughs> yeah, at the end of it, still feel too sober. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those seasons that, like, somebody marathons Power Rangers, right? And they're, like, on one of those, like, Yo, let's have a Power Rangers week, dog. And like it's 24/7 Power Rangers. And unfortunately, this one came on at like 5 p.m. when you're chilling at the house and shit. So you're just like, I just like cannot pay attention to this shit. This is like <laughs> second monitor type shit while I'm like gaming or something, I guess. <laughs> I have a feeling that we're gonna get into a lot of that, huh? <laughs> Yes. So the episode starts off, and like the first few minutes are almost like promising ish, in that like they weren't like horrible at first, and you're they're kind of subverting expectations. You're like, where might they go with this? But that lasts only like a second, and it was actually really funny because we were watching this with uh, our our mutual friend Amy. She she was like, oh, maybe this will be okay. It's subverting some of my expectations. Leaves the room, comes back like 90 seconds later, and I was like, never mind, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, like, honestly, if you ended the season in the first 30 seconds, I would be like, this is actually a work of this art. Is okay. I think it would this have is to artistic. End before the theme song started. That really, like, told me all I needed to know. You well, know yeah, you, you can't include the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Lin-Manuel Miranda before Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh no! Oh my god, it's Hamilton! Oh, oh no! How were Rangers Operation Overdrive? You know, it was like it was like white guy rap, like for sure. For sure. It reminded me of like cartoons, but like I wouldn't even think of like cartoons from like back in 1992, Mighty Morphin. I would think like actually 80s cartoons. Like this is a theme song for like fucking, I don't know, one of Nintendo's many shows that they had in the 80s. After I don't the know. war, I went back to Hollywood. I think it fell on brand for being 2007. Like, I don't know. Think about the time. Like, you know, we're we're in the middle of like the beginning of the Iraq war. Bush is still president. Everything is deeply cursed. But that's like, the thing. I would agree with you 100%, except the Mystic Force intro 
was a rap intro that didn't suck. Yeah, it was actually good. Oh. Well, damn, I guess they couldn't have the same writer to come back. I, I, I maybe not because they, they actually did get like a somewhat reputable producer to come like do that one. And I don't know about this one. I haven't looked into it yet. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if I will. This is the worst intro, right? Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's the worst intro. It's the worst Power Rangers intro ever, for sure. Without a doubt. It, nothing comes close. <laughs> like, I don't understand. The rest of the Disney era intros were bangers. Ninja Storm? Yeah. Banger. Banger. SPD? Banger. Dino Thunder? Not a banger, but, but okay. unique. Yeah, it's kind of okay. Memorable. Like a Christian rock way. It did sound like Christian rock, but it, it sounded like kind of good Christian rock. Power Rangers score! Dino <laughs> Rangers roar! <laughs> Go defeat the, Power the Rangers evil did forces score win! <laughs> yeah, no, this is, the worst, this is the worst intro for sure. So after the intro, we, we see Mac... And he's on a plane, and he's sort of doing this, like, combination Indiana Jones-James Bond stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue is, like, what is the most absurd dialogue that could possibly happen in an Indiana Jones movie? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was thinking it in my head, right? It was like, well, where could my imagination take me with this dialogue? And I was like, oh, shit, they actually said it. Yeah. <laughs> when he said like this is why you don't fly economy i was like my eyes are gonna fall out of my head like, <laughs> <laughs> i was like this this is kino like you could cut like just end of the show right there credits roll bam i'm like you know what this is artistic i'd give it maybe a seven <laughs> some days it might be my favorite power rangers <laughs> the villain cannot he practiced that accent for like two minutes tops right <laughs> like you feel like they cast him and told him yeah you're gonna be the villain for this scene didn't tell him anything about an accent and then he gets there and they're like yeah so you've been practicing your german accent right and he's like oh we yeah <laughs> that was I, I remember yeah yeah i'll be i'll be uh the for a minute <laughs> Blimey! Wait. Uh... <laughs> but uh, it turns out this whole weird Indiana Jones scene um, is just a fantasy that Mac is having. Um, he is just a rich fail son uh, reading a book in a hammock, um, and the butler comes out and offers like, him lemonade. I am a smooth boy at the year of twenty-eight of my life. <laughs> And I still have accomplished nothing. What is my goal? What do I do? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and he has like obviously like infinite sorts of money, right? Like the the sort the displays of wealth here is like extreme. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, infinite money. Um, and he's just hanging out at home, not doing anything. And his dad goes off on actual Indiana Jones adventures apparently, and leaves him behind. It's revealed. Um, also, the butler brings out lemonade, and I know I already mentioned that, but I want to mention it again because this there's a weird obsession with lemonade in this household. Like, either this family are like 
one of the owners of CNH Sugar, or they like own like some kind of lemon plantation or something. I don't know. Something's going on here because they're they're just like lemonade. What do we, we need a drink? Bring lemonade. It's lemonade time. It's Southern yeah. California, you know. They're probably like exploiting migrant labor to like harvest their lemon orchards or something. Oh my god, it's so fucked up. Like they have a corner on the market, right? Like they must be the ones that like copyrighted like the genetic samples of like lemons, because like it's just exorbitant amounts of wealth. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, honestly. So, oh, so Mac's dad, Andrew, is off on one of those Indiana Jones adventures as we speak. And uh, what does he do? He's like, I want this gold crown. Yeah. And he snatches it. And then uh, that causes evil to awaken. 100% the billionaire's own fault. Period. The entire season is started. Because this billionaire wanted to role play as an Indiana Jones character and like pillage tombs for artifacts. Like, that's what he wanted to be. He was like, I saw these movies when I was a teenager, and this is what I want to do in life. Which indicates this is old money, by the way. Yeah, this is this is the most absurd. We've had other Seasons of the Power Rangers that started with humans causing the problem, but never like this. Yeah, like, <laughs> SPD kind of had, like, a, you know, uh, there's a lot of chance and circumstance with a lot of that that kind of sort of happened, too. Uh, but this one, no, it's just flat out, like, no, he started the problem. Like, like this character you're supposed to like, like, endangered the whole fucking planet. Or I'm like, are we supposed to, I don't know, understand something about, like, the not in the nature of colonialism specifically, that's probably, like, a little too deep, but just, like, I don't know, I guess, like, humanity's relationship with, like, artifacts of the past? No, I think we can, we could totally, this is the Sentai Truther Club, we get into all <laughs> kinds of weird stuff, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, there, this is, like... There's like a pro-colonialist message here, and I think the timing of it uh, is interesting considering that, you know, uh, American troops were looting temples in Iraq of ancient artifacts at the very time that this show is coming out and stuff like that. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. And it's like, you know, did they inadvertently tell us something about like the backlash that you incur when you do stuff like that? Probably like not wittingly. But yeah, not on purpose because they don't demonize this guy at all for what right. he's done at any right. point during the intro. Um, it's a hundred percent just like he's just like, how could I have known? I needed this gold crown, dude. Like, yeah, definitely. <sighs> like, right? It's like the white guy benefit where there's like always the presumption of innocence and like the you know good intentions and da 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 da. Billionaires can do no wrong. Hmm. It's kind of the Elon Musk vibe. Yes. Where it's like Andrew Hartford's making technology that's going to save the planet. Who cares if he released Flurious and Moltor upon us and they're going to destroy countless cities and end thousands of lives while they're here. It's just the necessary price of progress. Yeah. It's all good. 
So uh, he gets the lithium crown, and uh, he takes off. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Flurious and Moltor are our villains, and they're basically Snow Miser and Heat Miser, but edgy. <laughs> they like they look they look pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, uh, Moltor does. Flurious does not look as cool. The more you look at him, I think the less cool he gets. On the onset, <laughs> he has like a really striking appearance, and then like when you because they get like a lot of like close up shots of his face sometimes. Yeah, he makes weird faces a lot. He's very he's like too theatrical. Yeah, but like honestly, if it wasn't for these two characters, like this show would be completely unwatchable. Maybe. <laughs> Flurious does feel like though a community theater actor that's like way too into Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> we also get introduced to this guy Sentinel Knight who is like some old-timey badass, I guess. They don't explain it super well, but he was like the crown protector at one time, but he can't do it now. And and he tells Andrew Hartford, he's like, hey, this is the only time anyone actually indicates that he might have messed up slightly is during this one moment where the Sentinel Knight is like, hey, evil's coming now. Here's what you have to do. No, he's like, hey, you've unleashed great evil in this world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's it. That's the only person. That's the only person who indicates that he's done something wrong. Everyone like else. Any sort of accountability. Yeah. yeah fucked up um then we start to meet the rangers and it's really obvious that that's what's happening like the just so obvious it's a i'm putting together a team sequence. yeah charlie's <laughs> rangers <laughs> is what's going on right here yep yep so who uh could, who could i fool that could also have physical prowess into believing that i accidentally uh, let out great evil in this world that's gonna destroy everyone. Yeah, he's clearly like he doesn't want to hire actual like top leading experts because they would immediately out him for the piece of shit that he is for what he's done. So instead, he hires a bunch of like slightly underrated people in their field, knowing that they will be so wowed by this opportunity that they will never ask a single question. He definitely, like, picks some tryhards. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The politics of even this <clears throat> ranger sequence is fucked up. Bizarre. Yeah, so first we meet Dax, the blue ranger. He's, a He's wearing green! He's wearing green. Um, <laughs> He's a stuntman in a movie. And uh, uh, he is Asian, but then mm. as soon as it gets to like the part where they don't need the stuntman anymore, he's replaced by a white guy and he's just like, damn. And it's just like a very peculiar scene. It's like an incel directed this, right? <laughs> right. Cause like, it wasn't like, oh, there's the parkour sequences are like over and then they're going to a dialogue <laughs> sequence. So he's not going to be in it. No, he specifically like is shot for a scene all the way till he gets up to he holds the girl in his arms and then like is about to kiss her. And then they're like, all right, time to time Swap to pull back out. the speed. Gotta gotta send someone else in. Yep. We need the good looking white guy. Let's go. 
Yeah, like, like that what? was so that... fucked up. Like you were saying, bad politics in all of these introductions. Just like, what's going on? Um, so he uh, he walks o- oh, and he walks over to his chair. There's like chairs for everybody set up, and they have this like little like toddler chair set up for him. Uh, like what? What was that? Anyway, he finds a little device with a hologram of the billionaire, and he's like, I'm a big fan. Come to my mysterious ranch in Hollywood. And then uh, Yellow Ranger is Ronnie, who is a race car driver. There's not anything particularly interesting about her introduction. (laughs) Black Ranger is Will. Can we... uh, who is black black ranger a black guy that feels odd (laughs) they've avoided that since season one like they had learned that lesson but i guess um i guess they unlearned it somehow i just i don't know i'm like there's not a green ranger could he have not been the green ranger like would it have been impossible to uh just swap him and dax dax is the black ranger will is the blue ranger ta-da yeah. At least they didn't make Dax the Yellow Ranger also. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think like season one, it was taken more as like a pride thing. You know? Different context, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah the context because... was a little bit better in season one. Like it was still like a little bit cringy, but it was like, like Zach, I don't know. It was Zach different. really took the, the Black Ranger like approach to that in pride, I would say. Yeah. Uh, with character but in this one it's like no like they straight up coded the black ranger in this season as like a thief like he's not supposed to be a thief right like he's supposed to have some government job or something like like a white hat kind of is like what they imply you know it's like that kind of thing but it's still like they code him really weird it's not they code him as like a criminal straight up Mm. this this that's just what it it is what it is that's what i gotta say about that so it's like all all of these intros are very cringe oh and then the pink rangers intro is just like there's a robot out of control and apparently it's her robot and she's rose and she's like don't mess with my robot the pink ranger (laughs) has the scientology degree right (laughs) (laughs) this is the scientology season she said that she took some sort of like mystical ancient relics course at Harvard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a Scientologist. Um, and she's an uh, expert. Well, actually, we, you're jumping ahead a little bit though, because actually, she reveals this in, in just a moment. Because no, sorry, they all get brought to the mansion. They've uh, never read Agatha Christie, like <laughs> at all. They've never seen Murder She Wrote. Nope. Not one time. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's literally like there's suits of armor and a pool table and stuff. This is definitely the kind of the mansion you get murdered in, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm telling you, he purposefully <laughs> hired these people because he was like, I think that they would be gullible enough to like. Yeah, that's fall what I know. Lives. I'm a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I know that this is just like the Power Ranger dynamic too, but it's like. Yeah, it's like it's very sketchy that this like, you know, older rich white man is like, "Come here, teenagers." Like <laughs> They're not teenagers. No, are they not? Are they like No, they're, they're adults, young adults this season. 
Oh, yeah. okay. I'm they're sorry. My bad. They're still too young to be hanging out with this like creepy old billionaire dude. And yeah, smooth. They're. D- I don't know. Smooth face. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> it's like he was shaped out of like clay. <laughs> it's wild. Like, have you seen this guy? It's like he a, looks weird. He looks weird. It's like a Fabio. Uh, <laughs> It's like Indiana he's a little waxy. Jones. Like I don't. Yeah, a little waxy. He's a little waxy. Um, yeah. Also, whatever that hair treatment that Elon Musk got did to like get his hair back, because you know yeah. he was like balding twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. This oh, guy yeah. has had that done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is not that is not original first time natural grown hair. <laughs> This is a guy who's been wanting to be an action hero star like his whole life. <laughs> and like this was his role. He was like, I've got one shot, one opportunity to make it happen. I'm not going to let it slip. <laughs> so Andrew Hartford starts to explain the whole thing with finding the crown and stuff. And as soon as he starts to get into it, Rose raises her hand. She's like, yes, I'm also a Scientologist. And then she explains about Thetans and the volcano and the aliens from space and all that stuff. And they're like, oh, dang. You're a professional Scientologist? (laughs) You got a degree? But at first they're not 100% convinced. But then, oh, what? The Sentinel Knight appears again. And he's like, it's all true. Believe me, I'm a glowing light. And it's like, okay, at this point, whatever drugs the billionaire gave you when you got here have just kicked in. <laughs> 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 like, that's what's going on, okay? <laughs> this get, You think it gets, it's bad. Like, it just you're gets listening, worse. You're listening to this podcast and you're like, wow, this is like fucking terrible. Buddy, buckle up. <laughs> It only goes downhill. Mac comes wandering in for a moment during this meeting, and his dad is just like, get the fuck out of here, Mac. You don't know anything. (laughs) Fucking failure. It's like a, it's very much like a Hunter Biden situation where he's like, you can't be at the inauguration necessarily. I don't know. We got to talk about this. I don't know. (laughs) You got to publish that book first. Maybe maybe we're maybe we're gonna take you off the speaking tour for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> so the the billionaire takes these young adults, these impressionable young adults who have been drugged down to the basement of his mansion and resequences their genes or something, realigns their thetans, whatever it is that Scientologists do, I guess. I don't know. So they- he resequences their genes and combines them with certain with like certain animal DNA for like certain attributes, I guess. I guess. But like, you know, there was a person in China that did that and got executed for it. And then it came to find out that those people's lifespans are very short. So I'm gonna be like, dog. <laughs> Yeah, he is way too reassuring that absolutely nothing could possibly go wrong. That billionaire would not be alive. Like, put it that way. Like, just like no consent, no nothing. Just straight. Oh, your your DNA—it's getting resequenced right now as we speak. 
Whoa, dude, there's like flying shit all around me. Fucking cursed. Cursed. I, I, yeah, I didn't even know what to say when he just completely brushes off their concerns. They're like, is this safe? And he's like, yep. Has this been tested before? Has this passed the FDA? <gasps> like literally anything, any sort of regulation. Nah. These are your Power Rangers. <sighs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just like rewatching that scene right now. And why does Mac look like Theon Greyjoy? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but like discount store Theon Greyjoy. You know what I mean? It's uh, New Zealand uh, Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Kiwi oh, Theon. No. Oh no. <laughs> Big it's, Theon. Uh, we've got Theon Greyjoy at home. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Got him. <laughs> Except it's uh we've got Theon Greyjoy at home. <laughs> Back in New Zealand. <laughs> Anti Kiwi supremacy all day. <laughs> <laughs> They're too smug. You have to knock them down a little bit. Yeah. They got it too good, so <laughs> the least we can do is make fun of them occasionally. So Andrew and and Mac start arguing because Mac wants to be the Red Ranger. He doesn't really have a compelling reason for this. He's just like, no, Dad, that he looks just... cool. Come on, Dad, that's cool. Like his dad just came home what? with a new Lamborghini. Like, just fucking and, and he's like, let me drive the new Lamborghini, Dad. And his dad's like. Mac, I just got this today. I'm going to take it out for a spin, okay? <laughs> like, I I'll let you drive it later in the week. Just chill out. You're trying and Mac's to... Like, Mac's like, no, you got to let me drive it right now. It's so cool. It's the new, it's the new 2021. Oh, my God. And his dad's just like, no, I, this is my car that I just purchased today. I'm going to drive it first, and then you can drive it later. It's okay. <laughs> he, bought, he bought an M-rated video game for himself. You know, and his son is just like, come on, dad, I want to play it, please. It has blood. <laughs> You're like, no, son, I bought this for myself. I also my play enjoyment. video games, and this, this is one of mine. Yes. <laughs> for me. Yes. <laughs> you can play Garfield Kart Racing. <clears throat> Daddy wants to play Blood Omen. <laughs> Uh, although it, I will say, on the other hand, it did feel like one of those creepy, cringe fakeouts when uh, his dad revealed that he was going to be the Red Ranger. Like, the others are like, so who's going to be the Red Ranger? And he's like, <laughs> me. And it kind of felt like that thing when someone invites themselves on a trip at the last second. And you're like, oh, no. Shoot. Yeah. Dang. What? Oh, we have to take him. It's yeah. big, like, my boss is coming with me on this, like, employee company retreat energy. Yeah, like, all week, the boss has been hyping up the employee retreat and making it sound like it's just y'all going and he's right. not going. Right, like, <laughs> Oh, okay, no. And then they show up with their suitcase, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you oh, get there God. to the retreat, like, ready to party and chill out, and then the boss is sitting there on the beach with, like, his laptop out answering emails, like, hey, guys! Fuck. We're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they go up to uh, 
uh, his dad's office to argue. And then the Rangers notice something on, like, the radar or whatever down there in the basement. So they go outside and, oh, no, there's these lava lizards, which are Moltor's, like, dudes. And they got to fight them, probably. And, oh, but they're DNA resequencing. They have powers and stuff. What? That's wild. Whoa. The worst yeah. CGI. Oh like, I thought... I thought Smallville. It looked, like, it looked like Animorphs, and Animorphs came out like 10 years before this. Oh my god. I I watched all of those. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I thought Smallville had some of the worst like 2000s television show CGI ever. Uh, but this like beats it. This beats yeah. it so much. It is ridiculous. And what's funny is that, like, it looks worse than the super speed that it was in Dino Thunder. Yep. It looks worse than the super speed that I think was probably in one of the 90s. It looks worse than the, the super speed in Ninja Storm. Did they do yeah. their own graphics on this one, though? Or it was one of those situations where, like, you know, they purchase the action sequences, like, from the Japanese studio. You know what I mean? Not for the person stuff. The okay. person stuff's all them. Yeah, that's they they that wanted to blow their budget on this. Okay. <laughs> the the Sentai stuff came cheap. All this other stuff's extra. And this is how they decided to spend the money. Damn. <laughs> I feel bad for the actors. Especially because they're trying very hard. They want to act, they want to be on a good television show, but the writing is so fucking bad. Unbelievably bad. So, they get their powers. Will gets enhanced sight and hearing. Um, Ronnie go fast. <laughs> I think the that way the obvious. Dax jumps high and stuff, and it's very like just the cringiest, least cool thing ever. Um, and uh, Rose goes invisible. Um, and the effects are not very good for that, so it's not cool. So, I want to talk about one thing. There was a movie called Senseless with Marlon Wayans, where Marlon Wayans' character takes, like, an experimental drug that enhances all of his senses. And it's, it's a horny movie. It's a pretty horny movie. But, um... <laughs> The reason why I'm saying that is, like, the exact same effect that they used for the enhanced perception there back in 1998 is the exact same effect that they used for uh, Black Ranger. You're right. You're right. Damn it. <laughs> and then he's, like, telescopular. Oh, yeah. Shit's also, like, kind of slightly adventure timey, but not in a good way. I don't know. We'll talk about that in the season review, probably. Mathematical. <laughs> At this point, things just, like, stop making a lot of sense because, like, they all climb into vehicles after beating the lava lizards and drive off to somewhere. Andrew Hartford's like, we'll see, you'll see when we get there or something like that, but then they never get there, so then we never see? <laughs> I think that's what happens. Very mysterious stuff. I don't know. They get stopped by the other type of uh, bad guys, chillers, which are Flurious's minions. 
uh, they have their morphers now, so the rangers go out and they morph, and there's Andrew and Mac are still fighting. Mac's like, Dad, please, let me drive the Lamborghini, please. Like, still whining about this, it's been hours. And uh, his dad's just like, no, I'm the Red Ranger. And, like, they're both just kind of equally cringe being yeah. stuck in their weird positions at this moment. But then, Andrew is about to go fight, and a minion grabs him lightly and jostles him. And that light jostle causes him to drop the morpher. Looks like absolute shit. That is the worst fucking morpher I have ever fucking seen. Not cool. Max sees that morpher on the ground, and he's like, this is my chance. Dad left the Lamborghini keys on the kitchen counter, and he <laughs> went to take a piss. This is it. <laughs> if anyone listens to the show and wants to make me really happy, cut that scene where the morpher falls on the ground. And do the wasted meme from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> and put, send it to our Twitter. Um, but uh, yeah, like, it's, it's just ridiculous. Like, I expected them to do something like his dad literally dies. You know? Or like his dad like gets like seriously injured or, or kidnapped. Not just like his dad is getting mildly roughhoused by a couple of dudes. And so... His son, rather than even think, like, maybe I'll help my dad, is just like, I'm grabbing the, I'm grabbing the morpher, I'm That's the Red Ranger. I was just thinking, I'm like, okay, like, if your father is being, like, assaulted, why was your first thought, like, ooh, I can steal his job now? <laughs> like... Yeah, let me take back, the, the, the keys to the Lambo are on the kitchen counter. And your dad is getting his ass kicked by a mobster that comes over here regularly demanding money. And, like, you're, like, and you're just like, ah, this, he, this guy kicks my dad's ass from time to time. He'll probably live. I'm taking the Lambo. Amazing. <laughs> After they get back, oh, and they shout overdrive accelerate and then have the worst morphing sequence we've seen in several seasons. It's very so they bad. get, okay. Um, <laughs> Please discuss the logistics of this fucking morpher. Okay, yes. so you you have a little rubber, you have a little rubber wheel at the end of the morpher. <laughs> oh goodness! That you, then, <laughs> that you then swipe across your sleeve, at which point you will then morph into your color assigned ranger, and uh, it creates sparks. They're doing yeah. burnouts on their arm, but the okay. But they have like these X Men from the like X Men the movie year two thousand X Men. That one uh, was amazing. Yeah, you have that those suits from there, and like at first, like you're like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Whatever, it probably activates the nanobots that are in the suit that are re-editing their genes or whatever to do powers, anyways. You know, to freaking morph. Fine, whatever. Like I could believe that, except. Four of them morph here in this sequence, Kennedy. Yep. And then one more morphs, and he's just wearing the same old shitty hoodie he always wears every day. Destroying all fucking logic. I was like, bro, at that point, you are literally doing burnouts on your arm. He's, he's wearing like a long sleeve shirt. 
Yeah, the rest of them are literally like wearing these like nice uniforms that make them look like professionals. And then Mac is in like slightly long sweatpants that like obviously like he catches his heel on occasionally and like flip flops and a hoodie and like a shirt that says like weed on it probably. I don't remember. And like <laughs> he's just he just looks like a, a scrubby ass fail son. Yeah, th that that uh, morpher sparking off of uh, his arm is just bizarre, and there's no explanation for it. We're not even at episode two yet. Yeah, the the episode one ends with like basically they get back to the base, but then Moltor shows up there, and he's like, "Ha ha, give me the real crown" or something like that. I don't know. And then uh. They give him, Mac like, a and his one. dad are still fighting, and they try to justify this by having the other rangers be like, yo, Mac's a really good ranger, dude. You should let him vibe with us. And 100%, it's just, like, they don't like either of them, but they're just like, please, not the old guy. <laughs> they're like, we really, really want to do drugs. Please. Please. We will never have any fun. It is clear that Mac will let us just get fucking wasted on his dime. <laughs> Mac is definitely the type of, like, rich kid that you could totally, like, bully into, like, paying for everything. Yeah, 100%. I get the vibe, honestly, like, that's what we're gonna see in this season, maybe, is, like, they just bully Mac into stuff. There's like, hey, buy us ecstasy this weekend, dude. Come on. <laughs> Mac's like, I guess, yeah, okay. Like, I need friends, okay. <laughs> I need friends. And they're like, oh yeah, also like, probably get some like cocaine and weed while you're at it, maybe some mushrooms. He's like, well, I, I yeah, I, I really need these friends. All right, okay, I'll get whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a fun time. <laughs> so part two starts with confusion with like, the city's in danger because Moltor is like, there's going to be a volcano that blows up. Ha ha! At the end of part one. Um, and they're like, do we need to go after the volcano or the crown? But Andrew's like, that's a fake crown. It's all good. But uh, Andrew and Mac are still fighting about who's going to be the Red Ranger. At this point, it's just ugly. Uh, but then Moltor kidnaps Andrew. So then it's like, well, okay. Now... It's pretty clear what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, maybe you shouldn't have fucking gotten kidnapped twice. Yeah, clearly you're not cut out to be a ranger. Let's just be clear about that. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't seem very competent, so this is probably for the best. This is for the best. Yeah. Down in the basement, the other rangers are, like, using, like, the computer system to figure <clears throat> out what to do and stuff. And they're like, we got to go deal with this volcano situation. But before they get out of there, Mac's like, yo, uh, uh, my dad's gone. I think he was kidnapped. What are we going to do? And the butler's like, haha, we'll crack the safe and make you the Red Ranger. Because even the butler knows that Andrew Hartford should not be the Red Ranger. That this is a bad <laughs> idea. He's going to break a hip in the first week um, and just be out. <laughs> yep. To be fair, though, he has more credit than his son because he still did like Indiana Jones type shit. Yeah, Max never done anything in damn life, but whatever. Yeah, Max literally just probably just went to school and relaxed out on his front yard for the past like ten years. 
went to a party university in Florida and got all C's. Yep. <laughs> got a full sail university degree in <laughs> game design. <laughs> oh, no. $100,000. Eh, whatever. It's fine. Pay that. $100,000? It's like two semesters there. Oh, no. <laughs> That's nothing to him. Uh, yeah, Andrew Harper like spent, spent twice the net worth of New Mexico looking for that crown. That is <laughs> That's a, right. That is this a is your season. Fact from the show. Yeah. And immediately when that was said, Kennedy soy faced so hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> like that's the right term for it. It definitely uh, wasn't like just utter bafflement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, land of enchantment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to be mentioned like that. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> We've got only a little bit left. This shit sucks so much. I think we've got a little bit left. You almost sound so, like, defeated by this. We've this only episode. watched these two episodes. <laughs> we've still got 30 episodes to go. Yeah, y'all have to build up your stamina. You gotta get through all of it. <laughs> we've done I this before. I quit. I'm leaving you've done the show. We've done this before. It's just, you know... When we when we actively talk about it with a guest about a bad season, we we find it a struggle to to pursue life. <laughs> <laughs> we consider hang rope a lot of the time. It's okay. It's like, damn, do they hate me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so uh Moltor and Flurious are fighting about stuff like who should have the crown and what to do. And they want Andrew to help them find the gems because clearly he's good at finding stuff. And they're apparently not. They are going to throw Andrew in some lava because he's not being very cooperative, maybe. Fucking hate this. But Go then on. Dax... Dax is jumping. He got the hops! <laughs> Oh my fucking god. They literally said they're the rest of them are dealing with this volcano nonsense, which by the way also doesn't make sense. There's this whole sequence of events where they're like, we're cooling it down, we're blowing it up, we're adding lightning, we're smoking <laughs> pot on top of it. Somehow this all one is of, gonna help. One of the Rangers power-ups is like like heavy equipment claws. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like diggers. So she's got like two yellow ranger has two diggers. And the way she holds the diggers is if like she she was holding two purses that <laughs> weighed like 50 pounds each. And like that was her weapon and she's just clobbering people with them. And then what's even <laughs> And then what's even worse? <laughs> All the weapons are so weird. Let's just talk about that for a minute. Like the tire hammer I don't fucking know. One of them has a giant <laughs> fan and does like a wind vortex. And then like she does like the way she uses her claws against the lava wall maybe to put it into chunks is uh she does like a Chris Redfield punching a boulder style animation. 
from like Resident Evil 5 where she's just fucking wailing on it like really quickly. Yeah, yeah. But while they're doing that, they're like, Dax, go save Andrew. And he's like, okay, and just hops off. Is Dax it remind a- me of the original Spider-Man cartoon? How they would have him jump from building to building, but it was done very poorly, and sometimes he would jump straight onto the sky and stuff like that. I'm going to keep it real with you. I left those memories in the past. Literally, he was, I was like, I'm to never the revisiting that show. In certain frames, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> I don't want to know. I'm going to let that, I'm going to let the nostalgia keep my love for the show there. <laughs> don't ruin it. Honestly, at least that's funny. Anyway. This is just disappointing. <laughs> I don't even know. So, um, I'm like not being a very good guest. I'm like, I don't know what to add here. There's nothing to say. It's fine. <laughs> if you hadn't have shown up today, I would have forgiven you. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm down to hang out with you guys. I just don't know what to say about this other than like, honestly, the opening theme song had me so shook. I was like, I don't know if I can continue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Who's our who's next week's guest? Oh, oh no! Well, we'll be safe. We'll be safe. Can, can I ask a Power Ranger related question of both yeah, of you? Of course. Yes. Tell me. Tell me. Who's your? Each of you. Tell me. What was your favorite season slash season associated movie spinoff and why? There aren't that many movies. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, the, the, the Power Rangers, Rangers movies Power are Rangers movie. Whoa! Yeah, Whoa. they're bad. The Mighty really Power Rangers movie was like my favorite. <laughs> Have you seen it recently? I mean, no, I was like five. Don't <laughs> do it. The first five minutes ended there. After that, okay. Pure <laughs> '90s, pure '90s nostalgia encapsulated in the first five minutes of that movie. Ended after that. Just, All right. just don't 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 keep you can find these movies free on youtube that's how bad they, they are they're like we don't even need to enforce the rights for it because like who would want to watch this yeah turbo uh is unfortunately suffers from a lot of negative um stereotyping slash racism um yeah. the villain is pretty good in that one though uh but uh yeah so you're in a movie though um um I, I could say for a tokusatsu movie, uh, we've watched a couple, no? I guess. But yeah, I think we're just favorite season, though. Okay, sure. We're, we're only slightly divided on this, but uh, mine's Ninja Storm. Yeah, it's literally by hairs, really. Mine is Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. If you want to watch a good Power Rangers, Ooh, okay. pick one of those two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ninja Storm is like vibes. It does the 90s Power Rangers formula really well. And uh, Cam definitely. is just like a chef's kiss perfect character. Yeah, he's the best uh, Asian character too. Honestly. In the show, right? He's Wait, a really just amazing character. Quantum I, Ranger I, in Time Force might be higher. Eric. Eric Myers. Time Force is emotionally complicated. He's Filipino, yeah. Um, he was also pretty good, but I think Cam from the onset is like a really like well done character and probably the best Asian representation in the show. Lightspeed yeah, they Rescue. managed to make it never cringe with him in the martial arts. 
That's so yeah. Power Rangers struggles with that. <laughs> yeah. Um and then Lightspeed Rescue is a uh a season where all of the rangers are the best of society. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. rescue workers, literally. And they're so. rescue workers, yeah. I which is the one where they're in outer space and they're in that like city that's in a dome. Oh, like it's fuck. That's Lost, Lost Galaxy. Galaxy. Okay, I really like I was hopeful when you said space. I was like, okay, it could go either way. Which one is it? I mean, Lost I like, Galaxy oh, no. at this point, given the things we've seen, Lost Galaxy is far from the worst. It's and it definitely like it's a five. It grows the beard. You know, it does it's like halfway through the season, it comes together and suddenly makes more sense and is a lot more watchable. I remember not really liking it, but also I think it came out in nineteen ninety nine, so I would have been four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, those are our favorite seasons. Uh, I think for movies, if you want to, there's a there's a couple of Toku movies that are out there. Um, one that I heard that was really good was Kakaider, either Kakaider or Hukaider. But I think that's one you could also see on YouTube for free. But that's more because it's a foreign film. Okay. okay. Um, with English subtitles and all that other jazz. Um, but uh. That one, I think I would definitely probably check that out. Uh, a sh another series that's like tokusatsu related, but not not uh, Power Rangers, but we watched a good amount of it. I've seen a bit more than Kennedy has of it. Um, and it has like anti-capitalist uh, messaging in it as well. It's nice. like Kamen Rider, Kamen Rider Zero One. And that's mm -hmm. like a mwah, Kino. That's pure Kino right there. That's a, that's a beautiful, a beautiful show. Um, all right yeah it's unfortunately it's like the war for socialism is waged by billionaires in imperial japan succeeding on taking over the world <laughs> it's like what if what if the final candidates in the race had actually been tom steyer and uh vampire man <laughs> Wait, who's vampire man bloomberg yeah bloomberg yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, but like one of them is nineteen, and the other and the other one is like twenty seven, but has been twenty seven for forty years. God, <laughs> Sorry for getting off topic, but I highly suggest you check out those shows. Those honestly, shows I'm all... I'm glad that we got off topic. To talk about some other shows for a second because after RPM, that's what we're going to be doing with the Sentai Truther Club for a little while. We're going to watch a few other Tokusatsu's, yeah, and take a break from Strictly Power Rangers. So just consider this a tiny, tiny preview into that world. That's <laughs> Okay, let me let me wrap up this episode recap really fast because there's literally only like two things to say, which is that Flurius and Moltor, they don't get along real well. They are at the end of the episode like maybe we shouldn't work together. Screw you, brother. It was the frozen guy's fault. Throw though. some. The fire guy was like hesitant with working with the ice guy. But he still worked with them. He was like, yeah, yeah. let's be comrades still, you know. Yeah. I might be a Marxist-Leninist and you might be an anarchist, but, you know, we could still get along. And then what does the anarchist do? Hey, Turns out they were a sternerist. <laughs> Flurius is like, listen, my ego is all that matters. It's the only real thing in this world. <laughs> 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 
very unfortunate. You hope it's the great kind of uh, anarchist. No, see, see, Moltor was like, maybe he's a collectivist anarchist. Those exist. I don't know. Nope. Wrong. Libertarianism. Bam. <laughs> Aside from them fighting, uh, Andrew finally is like, you know what, Mac, be the Red Ranger. You Not already, even like... you already took the Lamborghini out and put a fucking scratch in it before I even got to drive it one time. So you know what? It's yours. I'm gonna buy another one. This sucks. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't in a like. Son, you really proved your metal out there in the field today. You can have the Red Ranger. You know, like an actually like good parenting moment. No, none of that. No, I, I feel that the emotional core of this season, I guess, is going to be back having to prove to his father that he is, in fact, worthy of driving the Lamborghini. I swear, Dad, I'm never going to scratch it again. You'll see. <laughs> He's going to scratch it, you know, 800 more times. But and he's also, also going to learn to buff out the scratches himself. Exactly. In the end, <laughs> his dad. His dad's going to be in the passenger seat, and he's going to be like, I am proud. So, like, the last thing I want to point out is that Matt got his genes sequenced after everyone else and after all of these fights. So what that indicates to me is that Max Red Ranger form is much more powerful than the rest, and that has to be by design. Mm -hmm. These are these are billionaire built rangers, one hundred percent. Like there is not even a suggestion of long ago. I found these artifacts that tie to the morphing grid that allow people to become. Nope, he's just like I can make you rangers with my money. That's like basically his line. Yeah, because Tommy already <laughs> did that, right? Like, Tommy just found, like, extra sources of dino gems. He also did the Indiana Jones shit. And guess what, Lindsay? It was also a terrible season, but probably not as terrible as this. <laughs> uh, but, like, that was better than this, right? And I, I wouldn't even yeah. say just because it's Tommy. I would just go so much as to say it's just, like, it's not even alluded to that, like, these are mystical powers or whatever. It's just like, nah, I got nanobots and I figured out how to use the grid, so I just... Like, this is 2007, 2008, right? Like, this is very... 2007, much yeah. Yeah. Techno-optimism, and we can do everything with technology and little, 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 you know? Man will dominate yeah. nature forever. Exactly, right? It's like the birth of, like, you know, Silicon Valley as we know it right now. And think about, like, who were the two most popular, like superheroes of this time Tony iron man Bane. yeah right? them have superpowers they're just rich they're rich <sighs> yeah you're right late mid 2000s like there is i wish i hadn't been so young when it was happening because i'm like damn there's so much to unpack and i can't wait until we get like you know enough distance from it that there's like better cultural analysis of that time I think that's what this show, I think, has ultimately become. <laughs> As we try to put into context, like, Power... Because, like, Power Rangers ultimately is a colonial project by Saban, right? Because he essentially just took the Japanese footage and then was like, I'm going to Americanize this mm -hmm. and sell it to American audiences, and then I'm going to export that around the world. Mm -hmm. And it became a global phenomenon that was bigger than the original project. 
So Power Rangers in and of itself is a colonial project, which means to me that like every year it's just a cultural signifier of what's going on in the United States. Yeah. Like in 2006 in particular around Mystic Force, Harry Potter was really big, right? So it's kind of right. like, ah, Harry Potter. And not only that, but Japan, which is another like sort of like, you know, a Western friendly state liked it as well and took that into their culture and made their own version interpretation of that and then we remixed it back with some more harry potter stuff right mm -hmm. um so it kind of like it's kind of like this parasitic cycle of culture just being constantly passed around so every year we kind of like use power rangers as like that cultural signifier of like what actually is going on through through liberal elites in Hollywood and all that other shit's heads, how they interpret the world through their lens, right? Absolutely. Um, and before, it's more apparent with Disney. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say that. In Saban, it felt like the writers had more independence from that sort of stuff, but they still had to play with the marketing. In yeah. Disney, marketing trumps everything. Right. Yeah, it, it's 100% is, a designed by committee, focus tested every season. Like, how do we appeal to the most demographics this season? How do we, you know, make this show sell the most toys this season, etc.? Like, just very, very transparently at different times. Like, the Cyber Cafe in Dino Thunder was a great example of that, where it was just like, this very obvious attempt to pander to what uh, like corporate executives at that time sort of saw as teenage culture when these teens are hanging out at the net cafe using the computers, uh. you know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, and I, I just find it, accurate. like, ridiculous. The, the last, like, thing I was just basically going to say is that, like, would you really put it past Andrew to, like, thermal throttle the other rangers and let the red ranger be the best one you know what i'm saying like not at all yeah no of course not because he was That's gonna, of course he wanted to be the red rangers has to be better than all the other ones right yeah also he's got to be sure that he can kick their ass so that eventually he can do the invincible thing to them <laughs> <laughs> just you know turn traitor on all of them and kill them <laughs> Because we know yeah. that's coming. He does, he's yeah. not going to want anybody to know what happened at the end of this. Let's be real. We <laughs> <laughs> like no witnesses. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Y'all need to keep your identity as a Power Ranger a secret for your safety. Also, don't discuss your wages with each other. <laughs> <laughs> the way the show sets itself up is how it's going to basically continue is that they... Uh, the bad guys have the actual crown now, but uh, they have to find the Chaos Emeralds. So now the Rangers have to find the Chaos Emeralds. And that's the show, apparently. So maybe there's going to be like more dorky archaeology imperialism stuff. Because we know the Power Rangers loves that as a theme, even yeah, in good seasons. Feels like it's coming. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> okay let's rate it let's rate it all right would you like me to start what's the scale 
Uh, uh, we rate from zero to ten normally, and then uh, we've been known to break the scale by up to two points in either direction. Is a ten the best Power Rangers season ever, or like the best TV ever? The best Power Rangers season okay. ever. <laughs> okay, just wanted to check. I what not? I'd put it as like the best B, but yes. <laughs> I'd put Lightspeed Rescue up there with some of the best television I've ever seen. What you? I don't know what you. I talking? mean, it's really good, but I don't know if it's like <laughs> a ten by like prestige television standards. You know. <laughs> I like my daytime Emmys, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, Grav, you go first. Sure. All right. It's a zero? (laughs) I I don't think it goes into negative territory, because, like, I think back to some of our negative episodes that we've done, right? Like... (laughs) We, we we've done we've done wild forest we've done we've done turbo we've rated episodes negative twos and stuff like that because it was supremely offensive right through like racism or through other means yeah, um, yeah. i'm not convinced this is as bad as wild force yet to be clear like i think that this season might still be better than wild force wild force was so bad yeah, honestly yeah I'd say two out of ten personally yeah, I, I think I'm going to give it a zero just because I was thinking, like, maybe it's like a two. And then I was like, that Kennedy started beginning to do the recap. And then I was like, maybe it's like a one. And then when we got to, like, episode two and they were still fucking bickering. Like, that's when I was like, I nah, this is like a zero on top of the fucked up politics, right? And it's like really fucked up, like like beyond fucked up, right? Like, no, the like general- this is like this is like SPD levels of territory of like massively fucked up, but like on a much worse scale, and they treat it like it's nothing. Like this is just Tuesday. Yeah. To you, this is a world-ending evil. To me, this is Tuesday. Sometimes you know. You- robbing and accidentally set off a chain of events that obliterates the planet you live on it just it'd be like that sometimes well i movie <laughs> you think climate change is a big deal but i gotta build these rocket ships okay <laughs> we gotta go to space you don't know what that means for humanity Lindsay, you said you were gonna give it a two is that right i mean yes i i don't know i haven't watched nearly as much as you guys I think I've only seen, like, the first four to five seasons of Power Rangers, like, period. I never watched anything after, like, 2000. Yeah. Love that yeah. shit. Good Big stuff. fan. Except for the 2017 reboot of the movie. Honestly, underrated. I think it's a good movie. I, I'm like, I don't know why people are so mad at it. I thought for, like... A silly like Hollywood movie. I thought it was cute. I wasn't mad. I wanted the sequel. I wanted the sequel. We're gonna get there, Kennedy. Can you believe it? One day we're we're gonna be reviewing that movie. Aw. Well, I think I'm gonna give it a one, and I'm not just trying to split the difference. This is legitimately (laughs) my number that I've had in my head the entire time. What's the um, one point go for? So the one black ranger? The one point is evenly divided between the fact that this made me laugh a fair bit, which, like, I can't say for, like, Wild Force, which didn't make me laugh, like, hardly ever, which is very bad, or, like, some of the other bad stuff that we've watched. This yeah. had a little bit of that turbo quality where, like, I was just, like, 
this sucks, but it is kind of funny how much it sucks sometimes. Um, and then the other half of a point is for the fact that the Power Rangers suits are actually very cool. Have you like, looked at them? Yeah, these are good Ranger suits. But like, have you looked at them like up close? Yes, they're cool. <laughs> That Overdrive logo looks fucking horrible. I'm not saying that these are, like, the best suits ever. I think it kills it, though. Like, that's where I'm at. I don't uh, mind some white stripes on some suits. No, you know the saying? Overdrive like, logo like doesn't kill shit. it for me. I think it's, like... I don't know. I, I, I just kind of like the suits. I think, they, I think the suits look good. I just yeah. think that everything else is so cringe. Just that it's hard to... Spend a bunch of time appreciating that. <laughs> I think I actually like the Lost Galaxy suits more. Huh. Hmm. I, I like the I like the uh 90s uh squiggly. <laughs> Across the the, the chest. I'm say I don't <laughs> suits because the power the two lady power rangers, they have skirts. And I don't understand what that like who did this costume design? That's offensive. Yeah, that's from the Sentai, unfortunately, and that's a tradition that goes on basically. Yeah, it's like still in some of them, I think. I feel like it was not as prominent in other seasons. I don't know. This is like really bad. Yeah, there's a couple of seasons that it's not as prominent, but mm -hmm. that's Pink Ranger almost always has a skirt. Yeah. Right? Because I think even in Mystic Force, she had a skirt, even though she had like a. Did she have a skirt, actually? Maybe not. Oh, no. Yeah, they did. No, the, actually, the, the, the women in uh, Mystic Force did have skirts because they had those sweet silvery leggings. Right. They actually look kind of cooler than the guy's uniform. <laughs> yeah, they do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, that's, that's straight from Japan. Uh, the mm -hmm. only times that that's been changed is because, like, Yellow Ranger sometimes is, like, a guy in the, in the Super Sentai. I don't remember them being so ugly. <laughs> but I don't know. I think the costume design is not good. It'd be like that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. I will try and get you on for a better season, I promise. No, it's... <laughs> I, I, I pinky promise. I'm like... <sighs> I, I just, it's not your fault of the costume design. <laughs> no, I'm just saying for like bringing you on for this season in general. <laughs> I have to worry about my next guest too, unfortunately, and their mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here, Lindsay. Is there anything you would like to plug? Yeah, actually. Well, Atlanta DSA right now is working on a campaign that my branch that I co-captain is leading. Um, to end Gilly, which is the Georgia International Law Enforcement Exchange Program. And it is sponsored by Georgia State University, actually. Right. So this is a program where they send people from both Atlanta Police Department, so APD and GBI, which is like the Georgia FBI. Um, they send them to Israel to learn counter protester techniques. Um, it's a super violent program. It's extremely militarized. Um, and yeah, it's run through the fucking university. Um, so we are doing like a public pressure campaign to basically shame the donors of GSU into shaming the university to stop sponsoring this program. 
Um, so I just wanted to plug that so that we can just like bully some people online. Let's go. I'm all about <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. That's some praxis right there. Doing it. Um, <laughs> underscore Ray on Twitter. So Lindsay underscore Ray. Got it. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. And uh, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Rangers, thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. I am at Gravcast and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you.